hello everybody and welcome. Welcome to the Words, Women and Wisdom radio show. And if you're just dialing in, this is your first time listening. This show is introducing amazing women, women who have often risen from tragedy to triumph and are now out there doing impactful work that is worthy of showcasing to the world. Sometimes it's in their local community, sometimes it's global. And today it is global. It's massive, massive impact. So I'm delighted to be joined by one of my good friends and guests, Supermodel, supermodel, award-winning actress, international media personality, and that includes producer-director, as well as writer, author, and public figure, public... um, amazing public figure and celebrity, Clarissa Burt. Hello, Clarissa. How are you? Hello, Yvonne. I'm doing really well on this New Year's Eve as we are pre-recording, like you said, before we started. Yeah, we got so much going on. We got to yeah. try and squeeze this in. Yeah, so I mean, I guess we can say Happy New Year to everyone, but we'll be saying it to you ourselves because everybody else will be well past that. Yeah, yeah, because this is this will air on Tuesday. And so um, everybody else will have done their celebrations. But I think it's really great to bring forward this New Year energy today in this interview. Mm -hmm. So as I mentioned, this is a show about uh, showcasing intriguing stories and looking especially at those things that I am passionate about, which is helping women, as I know Clarissa is. Mm -hmm. My focus is helping conscious leaders, women entrepreneurs, often they're solopreneurs, and they're ready to scale up to being a CEO, but they don't necessarily have the confidence to do it, understand how to hire their top team to lead and empower them with grace and ease. So that's quite a bit of the focus of my 2022 is the conscious CEO. And I'm bringing forward work from my best-selling book, Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. And as I was reading through Clarissa's new book, which we're going to talk about, it's so interesting to see the parallels when we start to understand what it is that makes a difference for women to show up confidently. And the book we'll dive into, it's this one here, The Self-Esteem Regime, newly released by Clarissa and her team. So it's actually available in um, audio as well as the actual paperback version. So congrats on launching that. Thank you. That was quite a a feat, wasn't it? It was a feat. It was a long time coming. It was something I wanted to write a long, long time ago. And, you know, I've got, I think there's, you know, the book is amazing, but I know that I'm never going to really sit down and write. So I was doing a speech on stage and and Gary Krebs, my uh, my, uh, literary agent and um, ghost collaborator, I think they call them now, or collaborating, not non-ghost, I'm not exactly sure what the new political term is, uh, politically correct term is, but, you know, he saw, he heard my speech and when I got off stage, he says, I have to write your book. And I thought that that was really, uh, you know, uh, that was really the foray into the last three years where we really went. I mean, I went up, I was up to his house in Connecticut a couple of times. We met in New York City a few times. And I took him all of the, everything that, you know, all the real guts of the book that I wanted to make sure were going to, was that we're going to be really impactful for women. Um, you know, I think that this is really the year of self-care. We went through this in the mastermind last, last, uh, last meeting and it was so important 
Um, I think it, uh, it came out as a really like a screaming theme <laughs> that we really need to be taking better care of ourselves um, and, and, and giving ourselves permission and making it a non-negotiable uh, self-care, you know, being, and reading a book like this is very much, is very much a part of self-care. Uh, I don't think there's anybody on the, on the planet that doesn't have some itty bitty, you know, little skeleton in some place in their brain that they've got a self-esteem issue, no matter what it is, the way we look, the way we feel, the way we sound, the way we, whatever it is, we're constantly with those daily demons, we're, we're, we're cutting into ourselves, cutting into our soul, and cutting into, you know, where, where it is that we feel that we are, we are lacking. Yeah. I'm here to tell you that we're not. We are not lacking. All we need is a little, you know, I call this the rah, a rah-rah session for women. For me, Yvonne, this is not, it's not a book. It's a mission. It's a movement. It's mm-hmm. something that I want all women to be able to read, get a, their hands on, and, and learn through the 12-step system, or I call it a regime. Regime is nothing more than an organized way of doing things, right? Yeah. So it's meant to say, all right, big girl britches on, you know, uh, you've got my permission, please go, just do it. You know, all the, you know, the fear, I, I've, I've lived in a lot of fear my whole life. Well, I'm going to admit it. Um, but it never served me. I don't think it's ever served you. And I know it hasn't served anyone else. Well, I think in my book, I, I was referencing, I can't remember who originally said it, but you know, fear, F-E-A-R, false expectations appearing real. And I use an example of when I was in, at a self-development camp, I was actually one of Harvecker's, I think it was warrior camp. Um, and, and the exercise was to climb up and stand on the top of a 10 inch diameter telegraph pole. Well, you had a harness on. However, climbing up was one thing. Standing on the top without worrying and fast forwarding to what might happen if I fell, if I mm. couldn't get down, if the yeah. rope broke. You know, as soon as we start going into future, that's where the fear is. But if we stay present and we are standing stock still on top of a, I say in this case, it was a 30 foot tall telegraph pole. There is no fear in the present. There's no fear in the past because it's happened already. already, No fear in the future if we don't go there. Um, So it's really a a key piece. So for for those who are listening and saying, well, I don't know who Clarissa Burt is. Why did she write this book? What gives her that, that background, that credentialing? A little bit more. Um, yes, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, award-winning multimedia producer, actress, and radio, TV, and film personality. So you were in The NeverEnding Story, I believe. I was. One of your, actor, <laughs> one of your acting roles. Right. Right. Um, also began her career at the age of 18 as a model with the Wilhelmina Agency in New York City, mm-hmm. and then also modeling in Milan in Italy, and then appearing, oh, hang on, appearing in 20 films, sorry that I just mentioned the one, um, but, <laughs> but also being a um, associate producer of the 2019 film Wishman, and uh, hailing from Phoenix, Arizona, now building out this global movement and your multimedia platform called In the Limelight. So it's multimedia, it's TV, it's um, magazines in print that I, I was able to make a contribution a couple yes, of times were. with articles for the mm-hmm. uh, In the Limelight magazine. Mm-hmm. Also be on your show too, in your TV show. So that's yep. uh, 
you have been in a great cross collaboration and really right. looking at you know this whole topic of self-esteem what did you experience growing up and mm-hmm. in the modeling world that also fed into the importance of putting this book together Mm-hmm. Um, that's a great question. Let's just say that, you know, the, the, the home life as when I was a child was very unstable. And so it was, it was angry and it was alcoholic and it was just kind of one of those places that, you know, as a young child, you also, you're already starting with the, you know, sort of like the PTSD kind of situation. Did I say that? Is it PTSD or PS? Yes. PTSD. PTSD. Yeah. yeah. PTSD. Yeah. And so, cause I get those sometimes mixed up and people call me out on it. Um, and so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't always just, you know, the happiest la la, you know, land place to be. Um, and I watched my mother, you know, be, you know, fairly poorly treated, uh, treated. And that was something that really had an impact on me. Mm-hmm. Then we went up to my grandmother who was a beautiful woman. My grandmother was so beautiful and she wound up in them. You didn't think, you know, she was thin enough. And so she took some diet pills and they went, they went sideways in her, into her esophagus and she choked to the point where she had to then spend six weeks in the hospital recovering because of the diet pills that she was, you know, taking. Um, I was one of the luckiest women in the world to have been able to call myself a supermodel back in the eighties. I was, on every major runway, I came home with 250 magazine covers. I was really one of the, you know, one in, in, in the industry, it would, it would be probably considered one of the top 5%. Right. And uh, I saw girls even there that, you know, some of the most beautiful creatures on the planet, so unhappy with themselves in toxic relationships, doing drugs, or just kind of, you know, not really living to their fullest potential. Mm-hmm. And this was something, and I, so I started to sort of see a pattern and it was, and it really just kind of gnawed at me. And, uh, and, and every time I were to, if I were to go into a bookstore, Yvonne, it was always to the self-help section. I never read a romance. I never read fiction. I never read a biography. <laughs> Never read a biography. I never read it. I went boom right to the self, uh, the self help uh, section, and I would just devour it as much as I could possibly because it was, it was something. It was a way for me to learn. I wasn't going to get it at home, and I certainly wasn't going to get it. Let's call it on the streets of the world as I was traveling all over the place as as a younger girl. So this is something that was I really just adored was be able to get all the information that I possibly could from just you know motivational inspirational reading that was you know leading me in a whole down a whole different path than what I had known as a a younger as a child Mm -hmm. yeah it's so interesting because you've heard my story too from me being on your tv show um you know my father had PTSD came back from the war got a bullet in Dunkirk grazed him and he just was one of the thousands hundreds of thousands of men returning to England um that didn't get treated I mean there just weren't enough resources maybe they didn't think it was important then but it it showed up as him being a very angry mean man you could you know one small thing would set him off and that was the reason why I wrote my book, Words Women. Yeah. Women. Back in the day, I think they called it shell shock. And it wasn't very manly to come back and be whining about anything. That's no, what men were supposed to do. And men went and did it. And they came home and were still expected to be men. And obviously, I mean, we all know that that's just not quite. Yeah. Uh, that's a fairy tale, right? So, you know, uh, the greatest generation, I think, was the one that really needs, you know, probably deserves our, our loudest applause and certainly um, more thanks than we could probably ever muster 
Uh, but um, it just wasn't the thing to do then. Now we talk about things. Now there's, you know, there's an openness and a communication around, uh, you know, I could be on, a, I, I don't know if it's happened to you. I could be in an airplane sitting next to a woman and I know her whole life story by the time I get to, you know, Oshkosh, Wisconsin. I mean, it's just kind of what, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those, kind of, I open up, she opens up, we talk, I talk, we pull out tissue, she'll pull out a tissue, like whatever it is. Women are really good at that. I had yeah. somebody call me out on Facebook and it was, it was a gentleman, not last week, I guess it was. And he said, you know, Clarissa, it looks as though your book is being really positioned for women, but what about us men? We want to read it. We want, and I went, yep. (laughs) Yeah, you're absolutely right. It was, and and it's funny because that book started out with a pink cover Mm, and I, and I changed it because I wasn't getting a lot of, um, let's call it a lot of wiggle room with the publisher as to how I really wanted the, um, the cover to look. Uh, and I would have done something completely different. And I, and I went down a blue path, not necessarily to attract, to attract men, but because I wanted to, to be more calm and serene. The word regime was already a little, like, could have been a little jarring. And then I wanted the blue, the blue tones, uh, the, you know, the blue and the light blue to just sort of give a calming um, effect. So that's kind of how that came along. But it's for everybody. I mean, there, you know, look, I don't know if I know anyone that, you know, has 100% self-esteem. And if you have it today, you may not have it tomorrow because that's just the way life is. Something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Something's going to change. Something's going to trigger you. You know, something, that's just the nature of life. Yeah. Well, we all have things that happen to us. Um, and I say to us because, you know, when you're under sex, when your personality is forming, things happen generally to you because you're not, you know, able to necessarily stand up for yourself or... Yeah. You, you know, you're looking at your parents and people around you as role models. And, yeah. you know, sometimes we just don't know that something is actually not right. It's not morally right because we yeah. don't have that awareness at those early ages. So the more I interviewed women for my uh, book as well, because I you know, included 13 stories from or quotes from women who are um, you know, confident and uh, successful, influential women. It was so interesting what came out of those stories. I mean, even when I talked to Marcy Shymoff, who, um, you know, known for her Chicken Soup for the Soul series, but more importantly, her her own book, um, Happy for No Reason. Even she shared, you know, talking about her, you know, one of her biggest talks um, and and what happened. Well, you have to read the book to hear the rest of the story. But in essence, realizing that even though she had on the outside all these things that most people would say, well, you know, have a great husband and that beautiful house, check, 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 check. She yeah. wasn't happy and she was right. bursting into tears. And why right. was that? So there are always layers. I think I know in the, in the coaching world, uh, as a certified executive coach, a lot of times people say, oh, it's like peeling an onion. Well, I work with women and women entrepreneurs. So I look at it like an unfolding rose. And eventually right. we get to the center, which is where the seeds of, of, impact really lie and as soon as those spreads those seeds can be spread that's when we really see the pollination and the beauty and a movement starts yeah i think if you remember also that everyone has a story you know everyone has a background i 
think it really incites us to be kinder. You know, I mean, if, if, I, if I ever feel like I want to go off for somebody or, you know, whatever it is, you know, um, I, I stop and I, I find myself stopping, you know, and gee, I wonder what's behind that. Or, I, you know, that might have been an inner child movement. That it, whatever that is, you know, we are all delicate and we all have our stories. So um, it, it really it really did change uh, my perspective when I as I was reading and learning all of the things that I I, I so desperately needed to learn um, about you know how to become a better person and how to you know create relationships and stay in them and how you know all of that, um, which I have not perfected. Again, you know I've got my daily demons that I, I deal with every day, and you know you, again you never you never you never uh, reach that hundred percent. Uh, status, right? It just doesn't exist. It's not a thing, 100%. I'm self-esteem today. My <laughs> self-esteem. No. But, you know, the, I think the, the goal is to when your feet hit the ground in the morning, that you are living in happy, healthy self-esteem to the best of your ability in the moment so that you can have a better relationship not only with yourself, but certainly with those around you, no matter what could be just opening a door, you know, for someone at the supermarket, whatever it is, that still, the, the acts of kindness that help make you feel, you know, so good about yourself, just being a good person, you know, um, most people, uh, you know, I think once when they read the book and we're, you know, we're doing um, the work in the mastermind, and I really do think that it's, you know, from the feedback that I'm getting from the 18 or 20 of us or so, uh, uh, session by session as we go through it, is that um, there are a lot of things that we're working on that we kind of even forgot about. Yes. You know, we're just so set in our ways, Yvonne, we're, you know, it's this way and I did it that way yesterday, I'm probably going to do it that way tomorrow. And as we go through release and rebuild and responsibility, and now we're working on replace yeah. What is it that we need to replace in our life? Is it a relationship? Is it a mindset? Is it is it a pre-existing, uh, you know, uh, um, what's what the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, mi- uh, mindset, a pre-existing, you know, thought uh, process. Um, whatever it is, um, what do we need to be replacing now? Right. Um, and so I've come up with some pretty cool things that I'll share at the mastermind. But um, yeah, it's been it was and and. Remember also that these last almost two years have been, for many, has been a time of loss. Loss of self, loss of uh, faith, loss of the path we were on, loss of family, loss of a friend, loss of self-esteem, loss of a job. Um, And so there's been a lot of pivoting and a lot of fear. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the kind of book, the kind of books that we have written are books that women need to get their hands on because no one's going to, no one's going to show out. There are no magic wands. Nobody's going to show up out of the blue and say, Hey, listen, I know what's wrong with you and I can help you fix that. Nobody's going to do that. <laughs> I was actually, right? Right? I was, I was actually just looking because all of the, the, the selfish self-esteem regime the title of the book is an action plan for becoming the confident person that you were meant to be. Yes. So um, all of the words that are the chapter headings mm-hmm. begin with RE, like regime, right? right? I was just looking to see if re-energize was one of the words. It's actually nope. not, although we're, we're close. We've got re yeah, um, release, yeah. rebuild, etc. We talk a lot. We energize. We talk a, a lot about more the um, you know taking the time off when you need. And certainly, you know, as we had said before, even in the mastermind this week, is you know schedule it in. 
Don't tell me you don't have time. You have time for everything else and everyone else. You know, schedule, put it in your calendar. Now, that may sound a little silly to some, but you give me a better idea. Well, the idea I've seen is when someone says I don't have time for that, what they're really saying is it's not um, my It's not a priority for me. I am not a priority to myself. Exactly. So once we make that call, particularly as women, and this mm-hmm. is why, you know, my first my first you know half an hour is always get up before everybody else, no matter what time everyone else is getting up, I'm up before them and I'm doing my daily ritual. So my meditation, my journaling, etc. So I'm fully grounded and showing up whole to the rest of the world, because how can you serve if you're not in that in that um, state? Absolutely. And as the day goes on, um, you know, there are things that will come up and sometimes, you know, you can stay stay on an even keel mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll kind of knock you sideways. But it's more about how quickly can you bounce back? Because we all have stuff. Sure. And the more resilient we are, the more tools we have in our toolkit, the more reflection yeah. we've done on topics like what's in the book. Yeah. Um, the, I think that gives us so much more power to say, mm-hmm. I got this. I, yeah. I might be out of the game for a few minutes or for an hour. Yeah. But I'm bouncing back because I got this. My rock yeah. solid foundation is still there. Mm-hmm. And there are some tools and some skills and some some yeah. support people in my yeah. world who are special that can help me stay on track. Yeah. I also love the, the mirror work. Uh, the mirror was something that I always used as a tool and that was mostly for my business, but I never took the time to take a, to really take a, you know, to stop and take a look at myself. It was there and I was looking at myself, but I wasn't looking at myself. And that was a whole, you know, I wasn't looking into myself. And that is something that the mirror work that I talk about in the book and Louise Hay has talked about it. Jack Canfield has talked about, talked about it is very powerful work. I'll tell you, it will move mountains if you do the work Um, and as many other things do. Um, But um, that is one thing that I, I really do insist on uh, upon uh, with the book and um, you know, any kind, I think any kind of self-care. So I was telling, you know, my mother recently about, you know, the co- conversation that we had at the mastermind and self-care and how important it is. And we need to be scheduling it. And she said, so what have you had that? What did you do for yourself for self-care? You know, like, she, <laughs> all right, mom. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. Exactly. All right. What? Well, no, she met like in the last couple of days Why well, I said I right. did my nails and I, and I, and I have the essential oils diffusing and I have lounge chill music going on in the background and I took an Epsom salt, you know, bath. And I, so I went, down this listen I think I really shut her up she was like wow I guess you really <laughs> you really yes I do and, and and I'll share also that you know in the last uh, in the last this last year somehow my blood pressure almost doubled now I don't know why I don't drink I don't smoke I you know I'm v- pretty healthy for you know an old broad and um <laughs> I <laughs> well I'm you know I'm a little age you know I'm a little up there but with that having been said I was not expecting you know the blood pressure Boom. I was at the doctor's yesterday. I made sure, you know, I, he knew what was going on. I didn't get blood pressure medication, but, you know, he told me, no, let's, you chill out. Let's calm you down a little bit. And if you come back in a week and if you, he just thinks it's circumstantial. And I do too. It's circumstantial. It's kind of the holiday season. What, you know, a couple of other things that happen in my personal life uh, around the holiday season. And, and I'd have to agree with him. I, I, I don't think it's any more than that, but, but I stopped everything. I made sure that, and I had a million other things to do, Yvonne, as we all do. Mm-hmm. You know, we all do. 
But you know what? The world kept turning and nobody you know, keeled over. Thank God it wasn't me either. And, you know, I, I everything just, I went to the doctor, I came home, everything just, I picked up where I left off. So we just have to, I think, you know, learn how to give ourselves permission until we understand as women, we don't need permission from anybody for anything. No, Just I'm- do it. I, I, I talk about that in my book. Um, you know, don't ask for permission. No. Ask for forgiveness if needed. Right. Because otherwise you're giving away your power because you have right. a 50% chance the other yeah. person's going to say no versus yes. So you yeah. just diluted your power. Don't do it, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> ladies. Yeah. A lot of people, I think a lot of women have difficulty with that because they're worried about the tribe that surrounds them. And the tribes adapt. It's funny how they will shift when you do. <laughs> give well, it a try do. they do shift. you know give it a try yeah they do shift and you'd be amazed at how many people um have also commented when someone is standing in their strength they're in their resonant energy they're quite clear where they're going what they're up to what their impact is and they don't waver because it's sometimes like we get tested you know and, and someone says well how about this and how about that i had a client last week said, you know, can I shift my appointment to this, uh, to the next week? And I had just in the last month decided I was going to do my calendaring different in 2021. So I have one week of coaching and then one week of not coaching where it's, you know, strategy and other other proactive things. And then another week of coaching. So I thought, well, I just decided I'm going to do that. So no, uh, these are the open times during the coaching week, which one will work for you. I'm not going the next week yeah. and uh, she's totally respected that and she said yep yeah, um, I can do this time yeah and, and I, I think the confidence I felt like I wasn't supporting her I wasn't role modeling for her of what that right. assured confident right but polite no thank you and that's a, yeah of course and 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 that kind of uh and that kind of confidence is really quite an attractive thing mm-hmm. it's an attractive thing to be and it's an attractive thing to see. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that more women would are, are, are learning from women that are like that. Like, wow, well, she can do that. Well, I guess I could too. Let me learn new boundaries. It's all about learning and creating new boundaries, learning about, the, you know, how to create boundaries, and then just setting them in place. And letting them, and then putting them there and letting them be. And by the way, this doesn't mean you have to come in with a whole bunch of anger and a whole bunch of attitude. No, what? None of that. It's a polite conversation. Yeah. A polite and respectful one on yes. both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and the fact that you mentioned this week, I mean, I think some people are off this week. Some people are planning. Some people are working. Um, in well, you know, week. you and I were going to be here this on for elevating self care because. Uh, you know, we're in between Christmas and New Year's and the world has not really gotten started <laughs> until right. next week. Right, right. Um, so, you know, depending on what preparation you want to do and you know, sort of hit the ground running on Monday morning. But um, I don't want to get into that crazy frenzy. Um, I'm going to be planful. I'm going to be mindful. I'm going to be strategic. And I hope my coach is listening. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be different in 2022 than it was at the tail end of 2021, which got right. a bit crazy. Right. It's funny you should say that. And I'm going to, I heard somebody say, and I've heard it many times, but I was listening to a podcast not a couple of hours ago and they said, hit the ground running. 
And I thought to myself, gee, wouldn't it be nice if we just gingerly place our feet on the ground and walk? <laughs> and I say that because maybe that's one of the reasons. Well, you know, silly, this is silly, but I think you'll get the analogy. Maybe we need to stop hitting and running and going and just sort of ease because everything works out in divine timing with ease, grace and glory. And I think that's where more of us, it's a place and a space where we need to be playing more instead of the frenzied going, running, doing, producing and feeling good. And feel, yeah, and feeling guilty at the end of the day because you didn't get enough done. Well, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. And if you took a, if you took a, you know, a self care day and you just lounged a bit and you took a nap and you read a book or you just went shopping at Target, whatever the heck, doesn't matter. You know, just got away. You've got to get away from the computer. You've got to get away from. You need your downtime and you need your alone time. Yeah. Well, I, I turned off flags on my uh, phone a long time ago. Um, when I'm, you know, when I'm um, managing my calendar Monday to Friday, I don't have my phone turned on all the time. It's, you know, something that if I'm working on something strategic, I need an hour and a half of concentrated time. Why would I want to get flagged every five minutes by Facebook or, right. you know, Forbes magazine? Oh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, I had to do that too because it was like ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Well, I said, no, no more of that. I can't do that. And it's no good on you that you did that. I did it too. Yeah, not not required. So what were some of the biggest learnings in writing the book? Because I know I had some ahas doing mine, and I'm sure you did too. Yeah. Um, Okay, first of all, that, uh, you know, of course, you know, the way I did was with a a publisher in New York City, and I thank them dearly with Roman and Littlefield. They were wonderful. Um, you know, you are in that, in that way, you, you know, there are a couple more, well, you know, you've got your hands tied in a few things along the way in the process, i.e. the cover. Uh, and that was really it because outside of that, I had an amazing uh, person by the name of Gary Krebs that, you know, did that, the, the writing for me. I don't have the time. I don't have the wherewithal. He wrote it, but I told him exactly what I wanted to do, to say, to be. Um, I wanted the clarion calls. I wanted Clarissa's corner. I wanted the affirmations, I had the review, all of the case studies, they were all um, um, important to me. What I really thought would be a little easier would be to find the women that were willing to share their case studies. Hmm. Yeah, not every, there are just a couple of them, you know, just one or two that, you know, really just never either didn't answer or just, you know, turned it down because... You know, a lot of these are chapters where you're, t- you're taking a deeper dive. One of the chapters is, you know, there's a, a girl that grew up in a cult, mm-hmm. uh, a religious cult. So there's a lot of things around that. And, you know, she's made it her business. So, but still, there, you know, I looked for for women that had, re- like, really like you do, um, really almost, not devastating stories, but super overcoming stories mm-hmm. um, for the most part. Um uh, you know, the one that I've already, uh, you know, talked to you uh, in the mastermind about was, you know, the one gal that I found up in Las Vegas um, who wanted to get off of, you know, out of the life, let's call it that way. Uh, mm-hmm. And I brought her home, brought her home. And I, I know a lot of people, ah, that's crazy. What are you not? No, I'm not. I, I went with my gut. I knew it was the right thing to do. And I did it. Um, um, and so I don't know if I'm answering your question, really, because the, the, I have to say, 
it really was not that difficult. You know, working with Gary, he you know, he knew the, everybody in the publishing industry and it was a woman that was at the helm and I think that she understood that especially after the Me Too movement and especially during COVID, because we got the book deal during COVID year, like mm. April of last year, May of last year, right. of May of 2020, I guess it was. Yeah, May, May of 2020. Um, and I don't know that anybody was able to see that this is perfect timing for this book. This is the kind of book you want to pick up now because we're exhausted. We're depleted. We are over it. We it's the we're done with the holidays. Now we have to you know we have to get up again and face a new year and yeah we get to get up again and face a new year and that's the exciting part because you can be still anything you want to be you can do anything you want to do get this book you know read the book go through it do the exercises and and you're going to find that you're going to find out things about yourself you didn't know and find out things about yourself that you should have known all along and find out things about yourself that you didn't know you had in you so i think it's easy to know (laughs) it's yeah it's a great it's a great exercise in self-discovery yeah absolutely so for anyone who is um just being on this show for the first time the show is generally an hour so we're just about halfway through so where can people pick up a copy of the self self esteem regime? I need more copies. The self esteem regime. You got me doing it now. The self esteem regime can be picked up at Amazon. It can be picked up at Barnes and Noble, and then obviously the uh, audio uh, is right there on Audible. I guess that's Kindle and Audible. So everything pretty much on Amazon or yeah. over at Barnes and Noble. I'm excited because I'm going to be starting my. Uh, book tours at Barnes and Noble here in Phoenix uh, in t- ten days time, two weeks yeah, time. Something talk like about that. what's coming up next? Yeah, so we've got that happening. I'll be down in Tucson. I don't know all the dates because, as you know, I was you know I had um, uh, all the dates preset in November, December, and then I got sick. So now we're we're you know taking a look at right after the new year, uh, yes. and then I'll move out to San Diego, go up to Las Vegas, go over to L.A. You know I've got I'm in the Southwest. Do that because that's drivable, and mm-hmm. then wherever else you know. I might be invited. I'll just, you know, see what, what, how far it is. And, you know, it's, it's a problem with flying right now. I think more than anything, but anywhere they want me, I'll be there. And we're working on all the podcasts and, and television shows and that sort of thing, because it is timely. It is time. And um, again, as I was saying, right after the Me Too movement or thereabouts, right after the Me Too movement, um, this is really, for me, it is another kind of movement. And that is, you know, enough is enough. You know, fear is not getting you anywhere. Um, Lack of motivation isn't getting you anywhere. Um, You know, sticking to the norm isn't getting you anywhere. Um, If you are unhappy with your life or you're uncomfortable, you're frustrated, you know, only you can make those changes. Um, Only you can. And you can. You can. You can, you can. Yeah. Well, it's it's described on the back here, a revelatory and prescriptive work, the self-esteem regime and action plan for becoming the confident person you were meant to be helps readers find worthiness through a concrete step-by-step program for, well, this is women of all ages, ages and backgrounds, as you shared. It's not only for mm-hmm. women. Right. Um, bringing forward your unique mix of knowledge, attitude, and humor. Um, yeah. through a lifetime of self-awareness, poise, and assurance. I mean, 
obviously there's a lot of things that you know supermodel um award-winning actress you also were the director for the miss universe pageant i think for i was a producer uh-huh for five years yeah um, and and then along the way living in multiple countries do you know i mean you have a wealth of expertise to bring yes. to this topic and as you I said you know, you've been around a lot of beautiful people and, yeah and beauty on the outside doesn't necessarily equal strength on the inside well, i'm going to show you for a second just real quick where it all started and when you say you know when you say the world is your stage you know you've got to stage your world um uh this is where it all started so that's little chrissy burt in collingdale pennsylvania who is actually mary poppins in the kindergarten play <laughs> These are Polaroids. These are Polaroids that were okay. There you go. These are Polaroids that were taken in 1965, and I was six. I guess I was six years old, and that was my uh, that was the kindergarten play, and I was Mary Poppins, and I got up and I heard the first applause, and I went, "I like this. I could do this for a lifetime." (laughs) And and so I've been in. I'm not gonna say ever since, but I've been in media and or communications in some way, shape, or form. I call modeling communications because you're communicating through what you're wearing to the audience. Um, But um, I, um, yeah, it's it's just I love it. I just love what I do. Well, hence the the name in the limelight for your media group because it is all about media converging with the shift in technology i mean you might be listening to this show on bbs radio live at noon on tuesday just know that there's also a hashtag replay that will pop up in the archives as well even though bbs radio um, airs live it also syndicates to 100 other stations globally and the video version will also be popping up in the archives so the pictures Clarissa was showing that you can't see if you're listening in. They're black and white Polaroids. In. Check out the replay. <laughs> Check out the, the black and white Polaroids that I still have from when I was five or six or whatever. But just to give you an idea, I think, um, you know, I, that's where the, I was bitten by the bug. And I knew that I wanted to be on stage. I felt confident on stage. You can give me a microphone, much like you, you know, much like many people. But, uh, you know, uh, we, I love, I really love the microphone. I actually like being on the other end. I like interviewing uh, as well. Uh, but, um, yeah, that's kind of what I feel I was meant to do. So I've turned in the limelight into uh, video which goes out live, television, which then goes on to Roku, Amazon Fire, and the like. Uh, I've got 10 different pod, you know, podcast platforms. We've got the magazine, which you already know, but for whoever might be seeing it, we've got the last iteration here, which came out two weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, with Gloria Felt on the cover, another amazing woman that woman that is just, you know, all about empowering women. Yeah. Um, and then we've also, you know, it's just we've got – the press releases and the, uh, the newsletters and the social, like, you know, just going out all the time for the people that we serve here. Yeah. A media platform, a media giant. So multimedia, video, podcast, quarterly magazine, showcasing entrepreneurs globally for the purposes of creating brand awareness, sharing insights and exchanging ideas. So mm-hmm. with that topic of a movement, so the book launched, you're about to go on the book tour. Right. And then what do you envision for fall of 2022 mm-hmm. yeah. um, for the next piece in keeping this movement expanding and growing so that it touches and impacts so many more women 
and puts the focus on their own Gosh, self-care. I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, first off, the first thing that I would like to see happen would be a, not only a second book, because there are a lot more rewords that I wanted to get. But I was talking to Gary the other day. I said there are a couple of other letters that I would like, you know, like other uh, prefixes that I might want to play around with. But um, I would like to see a workbook. Now, this book does have work and homework and, you know, there's all kinds of fun things to do, as we know, because uh, those that are in the, my mastermind know uh, that we're working through that uh, through this book. But I'd like to have a, a workbook that goes, you know, a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit more broad and maybe a, a little bit more deep. Uh, with that having been said, I really would like to start my events and the events uh, in a perfect world. I would like to have them in person. So that would mean it would be, you know, the ultimate media mastery, which is what I really want to do. And then there would be incorporated the self-esteem regime into that as well. In other words, um, you know, I want to be able to teach women how to how to um I want, I, I, I'm, I want to say come out, but I mean come out in all senses. Um, just, you know, really come out of their shell, come out of themselves, um, come out of the, you know, the old, the old paradigms and really, you know, step into what is, what is and what is going to be, what's next um, mm-hmm. through, uh, you know, online, I'm oh, sorry, in-person events. Um, hopefully we're going to have one also with the mastermind in April. We'll see how that, how that goes. But in, uh, you're talking about fall. I'd like to have my, uh, my events in, in, uh, all lined up. Then if not, we're going to be taking a look at an online event. So I've already been looking, uh, yesterday and today actually at platforms that I might be able to do the webinar on and, and, you know, just sort of like help this thing grow. Um, because it is, you know, I'm seeing the kind of work that's happening with just the 18 of us. Um, and I love it and it's intimate to us and it, and it's, it's, you know, we've been together for a couple of seasons now and I think that we, we've created more than a sisterhood. It's really more just a, it's a family and it's a safe place to land. Mm -hmm. Um, should we need that? Um, you know, it's, we're really more business focused, but with, you know, with you all now becoming the focus group up for the book, it's kind of like a little business and a little, you know, it's personal in business life. And I like that. I like that everybody can come to the table and talk about whatever it is they need to talk about. And if ever one sister is in need, we stop everything and we focus on her and then we pick up and we move on. Um, And I love that. I love that every one of us is willing, able and ready to do that for the other. Uh, But the idea to have us all, (laughs) Yvonne, in the same room would be such a, I mean, because we only know each other online. I've only seen Mary, I have only seen Mary Holden twice in my life and she lives in my own town. Mm-hmm. Now, Mary Holden being the executive editor of the magazine, and she's also in our mastermind, we live in the same town because of COVID. So yeah. I would love to be able to hug everybody in person and just be there for that powerful experience. But I'll be happy uh, to, to in fall to be able to start our, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the webinars um, and just get them started. Yeah. Well, I think it's what's ended up happening is throughout COVID in particular, because we've for the most part, you know, most of us in business have been living on our lives on Zoom, right, yeah. from the waist up. Um, yeah. and, and yet it becomes so evident how the self-care is really happening. And, you know, sometimes you'll, I mean, I, I've been amazed, but, you know, sometimes I have a business meeting with someone and they're um, laying in bed. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. Could you invite me up to your hotel room? I I wouldn't go, right? First off, especially if it's you know. Oh man, definitely if it's a guy. Um, but 
you just wouldn't you just wouldn't do it and you know obviously you're used to being in the media so you know when we say camera ready you yeah. know what we're talking about. Exactly. <laughs> we know what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And, and you need to be, you know, Yvonne, that's a great point. I think you need to be camera ready all the time. And I don't mean, you know, I don't mean, I mean, when you are dealing with your, with the public in any way, shape or form, you know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I've got flannel pants on right now, but you'll never see them. What you're going to see is what I want you to see and what the camera will pick up. And that is, that's my branding. It's how I want you to know me. It's how I want you to see me. It's what I want you to take away. It's it's how I want to be remembered. Well, it's, it is a, a to me. It's a signal of your uh, commitment to your own self care because you only have one chance to make a great first impression. Right. right. And so, if you're in a sea of you know thirty people on a you know little Zoom windows, if you're not finding a way to stand out, yeah, because your background is either clean or branded or whatever it is. It just makes such a huge difference and you're doing yourself a disservice. So yeah, this yeah. book is definitely all about elevating your own self-discovery journey, looking at the things that are really important in life to rejuvenate, re-energize, um, to reimagine. I'm looking at the words, you know, reaffirm, reinvent, repeat, rebound, all of those things. Um, I am loving this book. I'm only four chapters in so far. Um, and loving it and again I see a lot of parallels because we're working on this topic of confidence ultimately self-esteem confidence very close hand in hand right and my focus is on the power of words Mm -hmm. and using and choosing your words in a way that helps you to get what you want exactly respectfully it's not about nailing someone to the wall or trying to catch them in a lie or something right it's about understanding you know what's their preferred communication style how right. do they like to receive information so they can make a decision? How do you show up and give them a choice and yeah. not be asking and giving away your power? Um, a simple example I very often use is the difference just energetically between the word could and should. should. If you should, you know, I should do this, I should do that. It's got that tone of heaviness right. and obligation. Right. And I'm doing it for somebody else, not for, right. for myself. Whereas if you switch up that word to could, it has this openness, this lightness, this energy of I'm making a choice and mm-hmm. it's so much more powerful. Yeah. And, and that's what and at the same time, if you think about it, <laughs> at the same time, if you think about it, it lands more softly. It does. Yeah. And it's, but it's more powerful, right? So going back to, going back to, you know, I don't want to hit the ground running, but I want to gently place my feet on the ground and walk. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is a silly, you know, it's, it's just that you said, you know, it, it, as you're leveling up, either, there's a level of you that levels up when you're, when you're kind of bringing it down a little bit, you know, your energy levels up, but you're bringing it into a much calmer place. And, um, you know, speaking of words, for example, it's, it's such a great example. I must get three to four every day newsletter, you know, newsletters I, I, that I've asked for that come in from different uh, dictionaries. And we're going to start implementing this, by the way, in the next mastermind. I have them all here already printed out. It's so fun. But the idea being that I get to learn, you know, for the most, almost every day, a new word. And I read what it is and I try to commit it to, commit it to memory. 
space so that I then am expanding. I think expanding your vocabulary and when you talk about leveling up is one of the greatest things that we can do uh, for our branding, for our image, for our, um, you know, the perceived, if not, you know, level of intelligence, at, you know, or our level of intelligence. Um, being able to use you know, words that, uh, first of all, I just love it. I'm a wordsmith anyway. I just love mm -hmm. learning about it. But just being able to, for example, today, just today, I got something. Just to give you an idea. Words to use instead of amazing. Because everything's amazing. Everything's amazing. Well, it's not. Everything is not amazing. And you need to stop using the word all the time. But what if you were to say fascinating or unimaginable or impressive breathtaking, shocking, startling, uh, confounding, astounding. There are other ways of using words that, other words, I mean to say, that, you know, kind of say the same thing. But if you were to use, you know, I, I just love this. I just love getting this. It's a, it's a way that I feel, the littlest way, of, you know, at all, that I, I can level up. It's that simple. Words are very powerful. Words are so powerful. Yeah. Your words do matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, your words matter because you're paying uh, attention mm -hmm. and you're being conscious. So, I mean, you know, part of the reason for writing the book was to help more women to not fall into the trap that my mum did um, of being surrounded by a you know, husband with PTSD. He was a very angry, mean man and literally wow. belittled her all the time. Right. She lost her dignity. And she lost her confidence and she wasn't going out to work. So she didn't even have her own money. She was now sure. a house, you know, a house yeah. housewife with kids to look after. And yeah. he wouldn't even let her, he wouldn't even let her drive the car. He took the car keys away. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when we have powerful language, it makes a massive difference because we can pose a better question. Yes. And the one who's asking the questions is the one who's in control of the conversation. Absolutely. And you can showcase your expertise without talking about yourself simply by the questions you ask, because you wouldn't be asking that, that high-level question if you didn't understand a little bit about the trend or the industry or what was happening in the world. So yeah. one, of my, one of my favorite things is, you know, know what magazines or what articles or what memberships your boss is following so if your boss is reading ink magazine or fast company make right. sure that you have a subscription to those magazines right. so that you can intelligently come to the table and say hey did you see that article the other week yes of what course did you think about this it was really an interesting trend wasn't it great point great and point you're on the same level then because sure. you've got that same information yeah. as they do and when i get a book i'm not really an ebook person i mean i did my own audio book i didn't e -book I my book but I like the physical. I like the hard copy too. Because I can, you know, when I come across a word that I don't, I haven't used before or I don't mm. know, I will write it in the back and then I'll write, you know, I'll look up the definition afterwards right. and write that in so that I'm constantly expanding my vocabulary, learning and growing. Right. And then it's in context and it's been triggered. Um, Sally Hogshead did some great work in her book around, um, uh, how the world sees you. That was her latest book. Um, and that topic of fascination, you know, she's known for her work around fascination. And she says, you know, don't try and become something different, but be more of who you are. And she's got a number of tried and true words that have come out of 
uh, 13 different personality, um, what does she call them? She calls them, um, I can't remember what she calls hers, but they're basically, um, it's, the, it's the intersection between the, the word on, um, on an axis and where those two things meet, you've got three or four words that have been proven in her years in the advertising arena, different agencies, uh -huh. to be the most effective way to describe something. So instead of recreating the wheel, use what's already proven and pick your three words that mean something. So right. bold and innovative and courageous are some of my words. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, it comes to mind that I just I want to go back a second to when we talk about our mothers. Um, and I think I just want to give a shout out to those, my grandmother as well, and our grandmothers also, you know, they didn't have the same uh, possibilities that we do uh, when it comes to, you know, having our own jobs and being able to get up and leave or take the kids and go and know that you'd still be financially okay if you did. That didn't, it didn't exist back then. So mm -hmm. I just, you know, I, I, I feel so blessed and lucky um, to be, to have been born when I was born. And I just want to, you know, I just kind of want to thank all the trailblazers that had to go through all the difficult times. You know, my mother went to 12 years to the, you know, the nuns. So she grew up under, you know, the Catholic Church, pretty much. My father went to 12 years of the priests. Mm -hmm. And so the house was very severe. And you, when you got married, there was no divorce. Well, my mother should have divorced my father many years before she did. But she couldn't, really couldn't get out. So when she went back to work, she, you know, she had this newfound sense of empowerment and then could, you know, get rid of a toxic relationship and move on with her life. Right. Um, not all women were able to do that. And I, my heart, my heart, um, um, once I just want to hold them in high esteem, um, mm -hmm. for doing the work that, that they did, which was very difficult to be able to, again, uh, you know, to be able to, to forge the path for right. women that we are today. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, uh, in Canada, you know, we have our persons act <laughs> where finally women, you know, um, five women in particular, got together um, and challenged um, the fact that women were not allowed to vote. And eventually we did get the right to vote. Um, so the famous five um, was it actually started uh, here in Calgary in Canada, where I'm located at the base of the Rocky Mountains. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies, for that. Yes, that was, you know, that was monumental. And as we move forward, I think books like, you know, your new book, uh, The Self-Esteem um, yep. You know, my book, Words, Women and Wisdom, that's also on audiobook. It's actually on All Sound, my book, as well as uh, available through Amazon. You know, once you read through having action items, having example stories, having practice questions to really not only now is it on your awareness, but now you've got some really strong tools to say, what do I do with that information? How can I embrace it? How can I make a shift? Now that I've I've suddenly realized, uh oh, I've got some work to do and yes. I can really benefit. And here's what will shift for me if I put yes. some focus and energy on it. It's powerful. Yeah. So yeah, it is powerful. And some of it's gonna not go and some of it, Yvonne, as you well know, uh, it's gonna be a little uncomfortable. And that's okay. And that and, and and plow through that. I beg you to plow through you know, when you feel, uh, when you're feeling like you're stuck or you're feeling like it's, you know, again, too uncomfortable or, ah, I really don't want to go to do the work because mm -hmm. what's on the other side, what's on the other side is so amazing 
the, 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 the sense of freedom and release um, from everything that you are still holding on to is going to take you to places you could have never imagined. Yeah. It's, it's like, um, you know, I did some work a number of years ago um, on my energetic resonance with a, a coach who focused on that. And it was really about that clarity so that you can show up um, in your values, living your values, because you've done the self-discovery work um, and knowing that, yeah, you, know, you haven't always had things easy. And that's not where we have our greatest learnings. It's not the easy stuff. It's what we right. have, have you know, been challenged by and we've had to push up right. to get to a solution. That's where we find our greatest learnings. So it is about doing the work. So when you chuckled and, and you're talking about, well, I've been around the planet for a number of years. I think we're probably about the same age, actually. But you know what? <laughs> it's, um, it's about uh, wisdom. It's about what can we now share with others that will help them on their journey, not necessarily to make it all the time easier because you still have to do your own deep work and reflection to make it easier, though. You know, people chuckle when they come to my house and, you know, you talked about Louise Hay on, on my, you know, one of my mirrors. It says, you know, you are enough and it's written in bold lipstick. Right. And, and that's the work that we do. And I think that's what keeps us being able to pull people forwards with us and make it a movement. So yeah. I've really enjoyed um, this conversation today. I know we interviewed together last year and so much has happened since the book is the book was, not, was not published then. It was about to be coming out. Um, now it's here. It's in my hot little hands. So if you're listening um, to this interview, I encourage you go right now. We're at the beginning of the year. So you have time to make change in 2022. Go right now to either Amazon or Barnes and Nobles, order your copy, pick up your copy, pay attention to the content inside, listen to the audiobook if that's your thing. Uh, busy women on the go on an exercise machine or out walking your dog or your kids. You can learn as, as you go. It's powerful. Yep. And also encourage you to pick up a copy of my book as well, Words, Women and Wisdom, The Modern Art of Confident Conversations. If you're intrigued by this topic of you know, elevating from a solopreneur, entrepreneur to a CEO that I mentioned, you can also join me on January 13th and 10 o'clock in the morning mountain time. I have the Conscious CEO details on my website, YvonneSilver.com. Thank you, Clarissa, for joining me today. Thank you. Any so final much, words Yvonne. in the last you. 20 seconds? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, I just want to pick up and say, um, you, you talked about discovery. There's always going to be something to discover. You know, so it's not like you ever get to the point you're like, oh, I'm glad I read that book. It's all done. You're going to constantly be working and, and bettering yourself and discovering great things. And, and I just really encourage you to go to just do it. Go have fun. Do, do the work. Just yeah. do it. Thank you, Clarissa. Yep. I will talk Thanks. to you again really soon. Bye bye, everybody. And take the learnings. Thanks. I hope you've enjoyed this beautiful interview. Bye for now, everyone.